Wow, Sean. We experience... Hello, and welcome to Two Mike Minimum. I was trying to be original, but here you are. I think it's just easier we start that way. We uh, got transported to another world. Yes, we are now... Yeah, uh, we we went across the the aisle. We went across the <laughs> we went across uh, the, 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 the ocean. ocean, the Atlantic Ocean. You might have heard of that. It's yep. one of four oceans in the world. Yep. Uh, uh, but if you know, if you click this episode, uh, you know that we got to interview um, one of Russia's most popular comedians, who's a man I've learned I cannot pronounce his name properly. <laughs> no, we cannot. I I tried with him. I tried pronouncing it, and he's just like, no, no, no. It's pronounced this way, and I'm like. Yeah, uh, he, he's our friend now. It's a te- Dennis. <laughs> I thought it was. I thought it was Chizoy. Fuck it, it's Dennis the Menace. I like, like. <laughs> oh, so first I said like, like the first time I mentioned him, I was like, oh, it's Dennis, like Chozoy, and I knew that was wrong. Yeah. But I thought like Chizoy, Chizoy is yeah. like when I. I've He'll watched, pronounce it for us, yeah. and he's gonna give us a proper yeah. grammatical spell. But anyway, we have our we have our interview with him. Really funny guy, really great guy. We recorded via Skype because he's in Putin land right now under his iron fist, so he can't come to this country. <laughs> yeah, well, he's also financial. Well, also, also yeah. financial reasons. So uh, but. yeah, but we got to interview him. He's a really funny guy, really cool guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, we just wanted to like, give you a heads up. We did it over Skype, so it's going to sound a little different than it usually does, but. Basically everything came through sounding nice and clear. Yes. Um, other than that, I we hope you enjoy this episode. Mm-hmm. Oh, and actually, let's prom- promo. I'm on a show at Rhino Comedy on October 10th. Uh, t- tickets are ten dollars. Follow me on Instagram to hear yeah. more. Uh, I recently got a gig at Broadway Comedy Club, November thirteenth, which is a ways away. But I just want to let you know, oh, I'm doing shows in New York actually, City. You know, I can also promote this now. Uh, my first show I'm producing at the Up Lounge in Nyack, New York, oh. is November fourteenth. Uh, check it out. I'll post more about it on my Instagram. And uh, I don't know if you can come to this one, but I'm also going to be at Pace University's Alpha Chi Rho Comedy Night. Uh, I'm not sure if they're selling tickets to that or if it's just for the frat dudes, but that's what I got coming up. And also, just to let you guys know that we actually have a video of this episode of the podcast, too, since we recorded via Skype. So if you want to see the video component, you can check that out on our YouTube channel, which is just two mic minimum. You'll be able to see Dennis's beautiful face. You'll be able to see sean's voluptuous gorgeous face and you'll see probably a quarter of mine because my face got cut off a little bit but that's because we didn't know what we were doing all right well we hope you enjoy dennis chizoy dennis chizoy guys thank you here he is Dennis, hello. Uh, hi. Uh, please uh, forgive me for my bad English. <laughs> okay. I have to say it right now because it's it, I can be really slow sometimes because I had to have to process my thoughts and translate them into English. So please forgive me. <laughs> oh, no, it's no problem. All forgive us for us knowing no other languages at all because why? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to learn Russian. I'm going to put that out there right now. I know yeah, I know 10 I, Russian I words. <laughs> like 10. What? I know 10 Russian wow. words because I like dated what? I dated a girl who was Russian for almost 2 years uh and learned nothing. <laughs> <laughs> and I even and I even went to I went to St. Petersburg uh, too, and I still oh. learned I still learned nothing. <laughs> that's um, fine. That's just fine. Yeah. What words do you know? Uh, well, I know "privet," "spasiba," "perzotsta." I don't. Um, yeah, I know "koshka" because my my girlfriend loved cats. I know "koshka." I know "sabaka." Uh, Miasa, she would always make fun of me because she was a vegetarian. So she's like, "Oh, you love Miasa so much." <laughs> it was funny when I was in Russia. I'd see the signs that say Miasa, and I'm like, "Oh, Miasa, Miasa," <laughs> and just point at them. I actually learned how to read Cyrillic too when I was in Russia because what I would do is I'd find um, like American fast food uh, places, like for example, like Burger King or McDonald's. And I'd uh-huh. piece out the words. I I know I knew it would say Burger King, so I'd piece out which letter meant what in the uh-huh. Latin English alphabet, 
And by the time I left Russia, I knew how to read Cyrillic. So I can start learning yep. Russian because I know their alphabet now. Now you can. Yeah. All right. But uh, Dennis, hello and welcome to our show. Welcome to, to, to Mike, Mike Minimum. Minimum. You can see us. This is how we greet each this other. Is Episode. We are so sweet. <laughs> this is this is like the first time people are seeing this. This is the first yeah, time how we because we could ever feature yeah. this. But you do cover. it. But but you do it every time every, we record. Every time yeah. we record, it's just the two of us, and we do that for our, our, ourselves. That that's nice. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you for uh, being on the show, Dennis. It's re- you're definitely you. our, our most interesting guest we've had on so far. We have a lot of guests planned. We did just future. shit on our other guests. Well, I'm sorry. Are they from a, a country that's halfway around the world? I don't think so. I mean, San, they, San Antonio's kind of far. <laughs> San Antonio is it's, it's almost this other country. But also, did they have 125,000 subscribers on YouTube? No, they did not. No, they do not. I believe it's 125,000, right? Yeah, something about that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, which is which is honestly for a comedian, like I think even in the states, like a, a comedian having that many amount of subscribers, that's really fucking impressive. Like you have people who are on uh, Saturday Night Live, you have people who ha- who are big on Comedy Central, which is you know the comedy main comedy channel in America here, who only have yeah. like a thousand subscribers on YouTube. That is true. So yes. the fact that you have like a hundred, yeah. Uh, they uh, they don't need to have their own audience in the internet because they have audience uh, on TV, and I I don't do TV, so I need uh, a place where I can publish my setup. So I need uh, to build this audience on the internet. Yeah. So that's the main reason I have those subscribers. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's pretty great, though, in and of itself, uh, building that audience. I mean, how long have you been cultivating these guys for now? Like, uh, you know, that's something to snuff at 125,000. It's been like three or four years that I'm actively into building. <laughs> wow, three or four years. That's that's a quick rise. That is a quick rise of uh, uh, how subscribers. Do we, how do we do that? <laughs> uh, you need uh, a YouTube channel. That, that, and. That'll uh, help. And you need to invent uh, some way to publish uh, videos every week, and they have to be funny if you do if you do comedy, or uh, some just reviews of the food. <laughs> um, actually, right. I guess we can get into that. So being funny, we're not we're not going to get right. too following, that. right? Because um, I you know I, I check out your YouTube channel occasionally, but I'm like I don't know what he's talking about. Like I don't know I don't know what's going on in your YouTube channel. So what's uh what do you uh, produce on your YouTube channel? Oh, it's hard to explain even in Russian. Uh, <laughs> we have this uh, terrible uh, social network. Oh, you have uh, the same. Uh, you have classmate.com. I've never heard of that. Classmate.com. I've never heard of that. I haven't heard of it either, but we might have it. It's really old for old uh, dudes and so on and so on. And uh, we have uh, the... The clone is uh, called Adnaklasniki, and uh, it's like a social network for really old guys uh, who are like are really like for rednecks. I could say <laughs> Russian rednecks. Russian well, rednecks. That they're yeah, literally rednecks. <laughs> and they uh, uh, leave uh, their comments uh, on some news, and uh, they are crazy. They're like. They believe in uh, conspiracy theories. They hate uh, Europe and the USA, and like they're really aggressive. And I just uh, uh, speak about uh, the my news of the week, and I read out loud these comments. And sometimes I don't even uh, need to come up with a joke because <laughs> they are idiotic by themselves. So this guy is on the same page as me. Yeah, where you guys just like reading insane, <laughs> insane like, internet comments. Half of this podcast so far has been me like pulling crazy stuff people say on Facebook and relaying it on the podcast and us making yeah, fun yeah. of it. And and Sean gets so fucking angry because he, he hates people on Facebook. And I don't blame him because they're all sometimes really annoying. Yeah, I, I don't care for people on the internet. Once you once you have that, um, uh, see, I'm gonna I'm gonna use big words here because, uh, but I don't want you to not understand me. But like, once you're behind the computer screen, once people don't really know who you are, none of those were big words. It's easier. Well, I was gonna say like 
bigger words, but I decided to dumb it down. But like once people don't know who you are and you're behind a computer screen, like it's you're more inclined to say whatever you want because you don't yeah. think there's yeah. like a lot of consequences to what you're saying. So yeah. that's why people go crazy yeah. online. Having anonymity really helps. Yeah. Um, Do you know what anonymity means? Yeah, sure. Okay. Yeah, yeah. He, All right. So he knows more he's, English he's not than a kid, I. Peter. He's just a kid. I know, but he's like he he he, he speaks, started off being like, I'm sorry if my English isn't yeah, good. So I'm like, you are so classic what? American right now. Of oh, I gotta speak down to this foreigner. <laughs> no, I I'm, I treat them as equals. I'd like say you, I'm Peter. very not classic American because I'm using big words. <laughs> All right. Um, uh, most if, of this country I, is not intelligent. If I don't, if I don't understand anything, you will know it by my stupid face. Like, yeah. you, can, you can judge by <laughs> your reaction. Okay. Just uh, go on. Yeah. How actually? How long have you uh, have you like learned? Like, did you learn English at a young age? Uh, not really. I I have watched a lot of MTV. And, <laughs> I would do uh, it. And then uh, I discovered uh, stand-up comedy, like. Uh, 10, uh, 10 or 12 years ago and uh, at that point uh, we had only like uh, George Carlin concerts uh, specials translated and other specials weren't uh, translated we had we had to watch them without any subtitles so you just had to learn English to understand what like Louis C.K. says or Eddie Izzard so only with help of uh, stand-up comedy I learned English and now, and now you're here and with now us. I try to translate. Oh yeah, the mm-hmm. internet freezes. So the top uh, five comedians you know are George Carlin, Louis C.K., Eddie Izzard, me, and Peter. Right? That's the top five. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's yeah, enough. Pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's cool that learning it because it's such a different uh, dynamic. I guess how most people learn English. Uh, I guess so, like what made you? I guess really. Uh, become a fan of these guys like just just because you wanted to learn english or is it because you're like these guys look funny uh we don't have we didn't have like a lot of uh, comedy we didn't we don't have comedy central or hbo in russia so we we have uh, a social media media called uh, vk uh, I, yeah i know of that facebook clone and uh, some guys just uh, download stuff from uh, torrents or some style from uh, other websites and they upload it to our uh, social media. So you had only like five comedians <laughs> on social media and you watched them. So uh, that uh, 10 years ago, you didn't, you didn't really have a choice to who to watch. Like, okay, they have uh, all the specials by Louis C.K. So you watch only Louis C.K. So you're saying um, we can become big in Russia if we get on VK. If we get on VK. So if we, we share can... our videos on VK, we'll gain a following. Yeah, but now we, yeah. now we have Netflix. So Damn you... it. Oh, yeah. So they have, they have, much, <laughs> they have a lot of talent available yeah. to them. That's crazy. So I guess the first thing, well, one of the first things I want to ask you is, um, like, what made you get into stand-up? Like performing it yourself. Performing it, yeah. Oh, uh, it's it's also we have this uh strange comedy game uh it's called kvn uh i don't know how to explain it like (laughs) the teams teams from uh, different universities from different cities uh compete in comedy so would they have judges like who shows like in uh like in swimming or in diving well five 5.0, 5.0, 4.8. 4.0, It's basically the same, but with comedy. So we have this team that competed uh, in comedy, and uh, this game sucks because <laughs> because uh, uh, like if you write jokes, you have to you, you give it like you have like three minutes of stage time stop because you have a team like five guys, girls. And uh, like you, you write jokes and you just give it, give them to other people, like and they get their laugh with your jokes, and uh, that's so disappointing. So at at some point, I quit this game, I quit my team, and uh, I tried to perform by myself and get all the laughs by myself. <laughs> <I'm> so, <laughs> which is how every stand-up wants that's how it to every be. Stand-up you know? feels because improv is terrible. Yeah. That's what, no teams, but no, I like the. That's awesome though. Like you take it on the road, and I guess uh, from there, I mean, how much culturally do people know 
stand-up in Russia. He's like, here, it's really the last 40 years or so, it's become like kind of a part of the lexicon, but I don't know how it translates over there. Uh, now, uh, basically, uh, stand-up uh, in Russia is uh, 10 or 12 years old. Okay. Like, uh, we didn't, didn't have it back then. But now it's, it's a big thing. We, like, it's, there are more and more comedians, more and more clubs in different cities. So we try to be like the USA with uh, all those comedy clubs. Mm-hmm. Uh, but now it's, it's uh, growing fast. But it's not. It's still not enough. Like there are some cities where you cannot uh, get a big uh, room of audience. So it's uh, in the middle of. And and is like Moscow and Saint Petersburg are like those are the two big hubs for stand up in Russia right now. Yeah, yeah. Moscow is totally fine. Like we have, yeah. we have. You can uh, do five open mics a day. So it's wow. It's, that's like almost as good as New York City. Yeah, that's crazy. New York. Uh, that's awesome. Yeah, but Moscow's huge, so it's fine. Uh, and Saint Petersburg is uh, is okay as well. So uh, in the smaller cities, guys just uh, perform once a week or so, and then when they feel that they they hit the ceiling, so they just move to Saint Petersburg or Moscow, and they uh, grow faster there. And, and where do you think you have to be? Uh, like, would you say it's like Moscow over St. Petersburg or St. Petersburg over Moscow in terms of like trying to get to that next level of stand-up? Uh, I guess Moscow because it's, uh, it's like three times bigger or even more than St. Petersburg. Right. And uh, sometimes guys, uh, like uh, I, there is a guy that from my hometown, he moved to St. Petersburg. And then he moved from St. Petersburg to Moscow, like uh, for growth. <laughs> so he, he even hit the ceiling in St. Petersburg, and then he moved to Moscow. So Moscow is the ultimate goal for Russian comedians. Right, right. Yeah. I mean, that would make sense. Like, is it? I mean, it's also like I'd imagine like the film capital of the country too, Moscow. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All, so it's all like, the movies are made there. Yeah, it's like it seems like where you'd uh, want to be. Uh, do you still do open mics in Moscow? Yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. It's uh, like the main uh, way to test your jokes. It's, I I I don't know why I thought when I published my special, I thought, oh, I'm done with open mics. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. But why? <laughs> if you don't have any new jokes. You cannot uh, make uh, book yourself a show with three minutes of material, so you just go to this shitty open mic basement <laughs> and uh, start all over again. That's funny. So you're uh, building a lot of new material constantly. I feel like because you put out your special, I guess. Uh, are you able to like get on every night as like kind of like on a featured role at the clubs, or is it just open mics for you at this point? Like, because um, in New York, we have this thing called being passed at the club. So if uh, Peter got passed at the comic strip, which allows him to perform for like more real audiences as opposed to, you know, just some random comics, just just to some drunks that show just up at the bar, <laughs> jaded, jaded comics who okay. don't give a shit. Yeah. Also, how drunk are the audiences? Uh, not really. Uh, it, it, they were drunk at the beginning <laughs> because uh, like five years ago, uh, People don't even didn't even know that there's an open mic in this bar. Like they are sitting and drinking, and someone just started making jokes, and they what the fuck? Why? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Why? That sounds, that sounds right. Why do you do that? Please don't. <laughs> yeah. Please let me drink. And they heckle you. And now yeah. uh, people love stand up. We have uh, two stand up stand up clubs in Moscow where people know that there will be a comedy show. So they are fine with that. And yeah, you can get uh, more time. Like we have these shows like in Comedy Cellar where where you can have a spot for 20 minutes, 25 minutes. Yeah, that's fine. And uh, I have my audience, so I can organize my own shows. So I just, like, I have half an hour or half an hour of material. So I call my two friends, and we do a show for half for one hour and a half for three of us. So that's our way, our way to work. That's pretty great, man. To be able to just have people come out to see you, though, you just put that word out. Um, so you said you start. So did you start off doing comedy in when you were in school? Yeah, so yeah, in yeah. school. But it was 
terrible. Right. Then university, it was less terrible. Yeah. And then, uh, and then. Um, Did you finish university? Did you finish university? No. Sure, yeah, that no, sounds dude. about right. <laughs> like, I, we have so many I, comedians that we know who are just like they just stopped going to school oh, and oh, kept doing stand-up. You do comedy, it's, yeah. it's done. What were you What were you studying? I studied French. <laughs> <laughs> That's interesting. For uh, is that popular in Russia? French? No. no. I, <laughs> I lived in a small town where nobody knew why the fuck we studied French. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like Napoleon tried to invade us and he failed. It's never worked. It's like and that was that was the closest France got to Russia and then you know again. if you know French in Russia you failed. It's, yeah. Yeah. Um, you so, yeah, so you started off uh essentially in school and then how long have you been doing it by the way? Uh, stand up, it's five years. Uh, comedy in general, it's, oh, it's 14 years. 14 years. 14 years. Yeah, so, but that sucked. So, so what did, so what, uh, ventured or so what did you do after you left university? What were, what were your, what was the comedy you were doing after you left university? Um, I, uh, when I quit uh, this terrible comedy game and, uh, I I had the habit to write jokes every day, and I uh, just saved that uh, saved them in the, in my cell phone in notes. And when uh, my cell it it was ten years ago, so my cell phone was really shitty. So I uh, had no memory left in my cell phone. <laughs> so uh, I uh, made a Twitter page. <laughs> um, yeah. So. Yeah. It uh, it got kind of popular, and I got to write for uh, the magazine, write jokes or articles for the magazine. What magazine? I write uh, Maxim magazine with uh, naked girls. Yeah, yeah uh, Maxim magazine. That's awesome. Maxim. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Maxim magazine. That's pretty really cool. Show. Yeah, no, we yeah, don't get to I, talk to pretty girls. <laughs> and I tried to make everything funny, and uh, after a year, I contributed from. Uh, my town like i just sent my jokes by via email and uh after a year they uh invited me to join the main staff like uh, they suggested me to move to moscow and uh, we moved to moscow with my wife and uh year after uh, our president invaded crimea and uh the thing <laughs> Things things got a little you weird. Know, politics got in the way. Yeah. A little rough. Yeah, and uh, the our relationships with the USA got uh, <laughs> ugly. I think we're good. I think and, we're friends now, though. Mm, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Just the three of us. Uh, yeah, just, yeah. I wonder what and, Putin uh, thinks of us right now, because I know he's watching this right now, or one of his cronies is watching this right now. Sure. Yeah. yeah. I'm never gonna go back to Russia. We're never yeah. gonna go back to Russia now. Yeah. <laughs> so I I lost my job at the magazine, okay. and uh, I started doing stand up because uh, I had to do something. Mm-hmm. So now I'm here. <laughs> yeah. So you started doing it five years ago. You said. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I was wondering. So like you put out a special, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, what was that? What was that process like? Was that self made or was it? Uh, did somebody else come up to you want to produce it for you or is it just like I'm like I have a bunch of jokes and I want to get them all recorded in one shot yeah I had a, a small uh, tour in Russia like I did 15 cities or so and uh, I felt I had no audience left that <laughs> didn't see my material mm-hmm. and I had to record it and uh, we had um, this uh, comedy festival in uh, Moscow and uh, uh, the guys who didn't know how to promote it. So, uh, like, they had uh, venues, they had uh, all set up, all the microphones and so on and so on, but uh, they didn't know how to promote it, and they asked me to promote it, and uh, I did uh, a video on YouTube, and I posted on my, all my social media, and for that, they produced uh, a special for me. So, wow, that's great. Uh, what's that? What's the special had- called? 
Uh, it's called in English. It's a secondary character. A secondary character. Uh, and like, what's is there like a, a theme to this special? Because I checked it out, but I was like, I don't know this language, so I don't. Know. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's. <laughs> Uh, it's, uh, I try, my favorite, uh, special of all time, it's, uh, Mike Derbigliath, uh, my girlfriend's boyfriend. Oh, oh that's cool. That's special. Uh, yeah, it's because it's the whole story. It's not, uh, just uh, a bunch of bits. It's like a story. And, uh, I try to do that the same with my, uh, material. I didn't know if I managed to do that, but it's, uh, it's the story of how, uh, you live uh, in a small town and you understand that you are not the main character of <laughs> of the life and uh and the second second uh, thing it's uh, when we sh- uh, when we shot the special a lady like i had a, a warm-up comedian for me he did it like 10 minutes and then uh, a cleaning lady had to clean the stage uh before i come out because it's black and uh, it's it had to be cleaned cleaned up before the shooting and uh, it was funny that uh, we started shooting my special and I go to the stage and this cleaning lady shows up and she makes me leave the stage to watch it <laughs> and the audience laughs and uh, we, uh, we left it in the final uh, variant of the special like <laughs> The lady cleans up uh, the stage. I stay with the microphone uh, da- uh, like right next to the stage, and the title secondary ca- character shows up. And we thought that would be like really clear that I'm not the main character. Yeah, that's a, that's great, man. That's an awesome, it's a great metaphor for comedy. Sense. Like you have this big special, <laughs> yeah, so, like, this a packed your... audience. And then you go on stage, and the cleaning person is just like, "You need to go." <laughs> yeah, that's really <laughs> just funny. Shoes, just shoes you off. That's that's cool. Um, so you started off, I'm assuming, in the in the like Mike circuit of of Moscow when you started doing yeah. stand up. I did two two mics in uh, in my in my town where I used to live, but you you didn't have we didn't have uh, audience. We had we had like Comics. thirty people. That, no, just uh, we had five comedians and 30 people that uh, wanted to see your comedy. So it wasn't enough. So we stopped doing that. Wait for an open mic. uh, Yeah. So there was five comedians who signed up for an open mic for an audience of 30 people. And you guys all decided that's not enough. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, like uh, next week, they are the same. So you have to come up with the new material every week. And that's not healthy. (laughs) No, it's not. It's very hard to do. Yeah, and in Moscow you can uh, do like five spots a day and with totally different audiences, so that's way better. Uh huh. So um, when did you start getting um, on more and more shows? Like when you after you were doing mics uh, a lot? Uh, I actually didn't. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the thing is uh, that uh, I had my own audience. And we started organizing uh, shows by ourselves, me and my wife. So my wife uh, called the venue. She's like, is uh, the next week available? They are there. Uh, yeah. And uh, I post uh, on my social media that I have a show in this venue and they show up. So we, we do not work with some guys that organize shows. We do everything by ourselves. That's cool. It's comic run, yeah, which is the way it should be. It should be. <laughs> um, and, and you know, I say this a lot, but in like New York City in particular, the, the, there's a being a, there's like a big takeover in terms of who's putting on shows in that city, and a lot of shows in New York City are becoming comic run. Like the big clubs are still available, and like they still get yeah. audiences, but there's so 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 many comics who are putting on their own shows, like either in Manhattan or Brooklyn or Queens. And I actually like doing those shows a lot more than club spots because you know it's, there's a there's a there's a chiller vibe. Uh, people are usually less uptight. Uh, you know, you get also get a younger audience, which I you know I particularly like. So like it's actually cool. It's cool to me when comics take over producing rather than leaving it up to whoever is the gatekeeper at clubs. So that's cool. Is that like a are a lot of shows in Russia? Are they like 
comic run or like do do comics have control over the comedy landscape there uh we have uh, both like uh we have uh, this uh, big tv show uh, called stand up <laughs> and uh they are producer organized so they have a special department that organizes all their concerts uh, so it's special managers that uh, do only the concerts for their comedians and uh, the rest of uh, comedians in Russia they do it uh, do everything by uh, themselves because it's uh, that stage of uh, stand up in Russia where uh, you don't really have uh, managers because uh, managers don't see the point of doing that right. because there's there's no uh, and there's not enough money in comedy right now so comedians do it uh, all by themselves mm mm-hmm. Uh, and so, and and so, in terms of stand-up uh, in Russia, you said it, started, it it became a thing like ten to twelve years ago. Um, how did comedy start taking, or stand-up in particular, start taking form in Russia? Uh, we had uh, a lot of different comedy shows, like sketches or um, some monologues, but not stand-up, so something artificial, and. Uh, these guys uh, started to well, be interested in uh, stand-up comedy, in American or English stand-up comedy, and they wanted to do it uh, in Russia. And uh, it actually started not from uh, from small venues. It started from uh, the TV. Like, they decided we were doing a TV show, so they gathered, uh, like, 10 comedians, uh, and they made them perform for a year in clubs. And after that, they shot a pilot with those 10 comedians and they sold it to the channel and, uh, like they, they did a season, uh, on TV. And after that, uh, people in different, uh, cities, uh, started to make their open mics because they wanted to get this show. Like it's a strange way to organize a comedy scene. But it was it it came from TV and uh, now it comes back from the smaller cities to this TV show. Cool. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you understand what I'm saying. No, no, I, I got what you're saying. Yeah. It so it so it started just from like it started definitely from the the American and probably British influence as well because like you know stand up yeah, sure. as a as a medium is very much started in like english speaking those english speaking yeah I mean, places most people started you know. in the friars clubs in the 50s in america then really kind of spread out from there um i think is uh what are uh where do you think you th- comedy in russia is going like where do you see it in 10 years from now is it even more popular more great comedians out there like you guys touring you have your own uh like more produced specials or where do you see it going I guess uh, it's uh, it's going toward uh, YouTube uh, stand-up. Like we have uh, the big TV show, and we have uh, comedians that publish their to YouTube, and uh, they get tons of views, and they get their own tours. And uh, now TV comedians envy uh, YouTube comedians because uh, it's easier to produce it because. Uh, the TV show it's huge. It's like they whole they have huge team. They have huge uh, venue to shoot it, and it's all really expensive and long. So, and uh, you uh, on YouTube you you can um, film yourself with an iPhone mm-hmm. and uh, publish it, and the next uh, week you have uh, one hundred hundred thousand views, and you can uh, organize a show for yourself. So uh, I guess in future that uh, we will have uh, more YouTube content with stand-up, but uh, I don't think that it will be special. I think it will be shorter um, sets of bits of stand-up, like you have with Comedy Central. Like uh, you can open YouTube or uh, Instagram TV. I don't remember. And uh, you have website's got TV now. Yeah, everyone has their own thing. (laughs) And you see just short bits of stand-up, and uh, it's more viral, more convenient for people to watch it. 
yeah more quick sets yeah and here in terms of not not necessarily with stand-up but like a lot of people will create web series on youtube because they can create like whatever they want without anyone who is an executive telling them they can't do it yeah like if you know who uh, andrew schultz is uh, yeah he's really yeah yeah. he performed in moscow well i I don't know everybody that's performed in america (laughs) peter god i was i I remember that i remember that from your email it's like oh andrew schultz is going to moscow i'm like oh yeah that dude (laughs) i I don't read all the emails in our group peter does most of the work Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) yeah you were saying yeah uh, what was i saying (laughs) fuck uh this you can i'm better at the interrupting than you when you're talking about andrew schultz oh andrew schultz yeah uh, i'm just saying because he puts all of his videos now on youtube and he they're all much more short five minute bits and clips and him just in the scene so i can see that i think it's kind of a universal where that's going uh, the comedy direction people just, people just want to have slower intent uh, intention spans so uh, yeah I think I see that yeah no definitely YouTube YouTube is the way to go just because um, it's, it's it's everyone has it it's more only, easily only one YouTube honestly if you look at my phone right now like look at the usage it's like it's mainly, 10% mainly porn 10% internet use whatever yeah. that may be 10% calls 10% messages and 70% YouTube yeah. Like it's insane how much time we spend on YouTube. And honestly, YouTube's really good at sucking us into watching more videos. Like, you know, you get those recommended and they're always yeah, yeah. they're and always intriguing for some reason because like the algorithm knows how to hack into your brain and make you click on the most random stuff. I'm on like a I've been on like a 2-week Penn and Teller binge because do you know who Penn and Teller is? They're, I know, but yeah, they're, I, they're, uh, they're, the what, but magical I know. Com- comedians. They're American uh, magician mm-hmm. comedians. More, they started off as comedians, but now they're magicians. They do shows in Las Vegas now. Yeah. I've just been on like a two week binge of watching their their show where they have <laughs> magicians come on and and try to fool them with their magic, all because one video popped up in my recommended that was so clickbaity. So I watched that video, and now now it, I haven't stopped. <laughs> So yeah, YouTube. All you gotta do, all you gotta do, Dennis, is you gotta you gotta hack. You gotta make sure the YouTube algorithm hacks into people's brains so they watch your videos. But also that they should be in English too. That, that if you too. want the American audience, yeah. that is because it's like it's like yeah, I do. Yeah. Well, that's like I think what we we definitely recommend you to do. I think you can you can like upload you can upload videos in English and have them with Russian subtitles, or you can upload them in Russian, Russian with English subtitles, and then say in the thumb in the thumbnail that like English. I don't think I don't think Americans will watch something in Russian with subtitles. It's, uh, it's it, I I even heard uh, some jokes in American movies that I will not read while I'm watching movies now, so I guess I, you have to publish something in English. And uh, Russians are okay with subtitles. We're we're used to so it. So that's that's the way to go then. Yeah, yeah. Good old American imperialism. <laughs> just to be baby. like, yeah, just to be like, I'm going to cater to the people who aren't us. Yeah, <laughs> and you, you'll have to deal with it the second the secondary way. Mm-hmm. So that that makes I definitely think like you you definitely could use material that would intrigue an American audience, especially if you just be just because of how. How you know frequent Russia is in our news media now? Mm-hmm. Your country pops up every fucking day because of one man in oh. particular. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I think as of now, the American audience is very intrigued by the country in general. So I think now is the time to capitalize yeah. on that. You know, uh, before our president gets maybe removed from office, but he probably yeah, won't. Another four years. It's fine. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Not if your president has anything to say about it. Yeah, anyway, I'm never going back to Russia. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're banned. Right? I am definitely banned. I'm, they're never going to give me a visa again. Yeah, I'm fuck. Uh, uh, what, what, what else did I... I think we're just wrapping up here with only a few more questions for you. Uh, I guess, you know, obviously you're a big to-do. Uh, who are some of the other like local Russian comics who you think are great and really people should check out? Uh, Russian comedians? Yeah, uh, Russian comedians. <laughs> oh, uh, and uh, will you... <laughs> They are performing uh, in Russian. But I, so. I mean, that, we're 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 in, we are now an international podcast. So. Well, I'm just like wondering: is there anyone else who's like doing something that you think is very unique in terms of stand-up? Yeah, like uh, they. Prob- I would be. In- I would be interested uh, how you would react uh, to uh, Evgeny Chebatkov. It's a friend of mine. He. He's lived in the USA and Canada for several years. 
Oh. And uh, he's a really interesting comedian comedian because his his jokes are in Russian, but his delivery is very American. Like ah. he's uh, even really black. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's the whitest dude in the world because he's ginger and uh, he's really pale, but his <laughs> delivery is black, so he's really energetic and. Uh, he talks about race, uh, cultures, and uh, so on, and so on. And uh, I'd like you to check him out. Okay. Oh hell yeah! Um, is... See, I'll just give his name one more time, please. <laughs> Danny. Yevgeny. Uh, Yevgeny. <laughs> okay, we're gonna yeah, we'll, we'll, this is we'll write, and we we'll can write, write it down, down yeah. and we'll tag yeah. him in the post probably. Yeah. Um, I'll. I'll... I'll send you the name. Oh, that, the, that helps. <laughs> do you yeah. do you feel like there's a there's a difference? Because I know it's in in terms of uh, American delivery of comedy and British delivery of comedy, it's very very different. Uh, do you feel like there's a difference in the way uh, Russian comedians deliver material or like the topics they really touch upon? Uh, in terms of delivery, we are more deadpan. Okay. Yeah. 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 Because. Uh, Russians are not very emotional, and uh, like <laughs> sometimes we just uh, tell jokes, and uh, it's you who decide it's whether it's funny or not. Mm-hmm. I don't care. Like I, <laughs> I tell jokes, you decide. And uh, in terms of topics, um, uh, our TV belongs to our government, so you cannot really <laughs> joke about <laughs> politics or dark topics, and so on and so on. The internet is more free, but still, it's more of uh, observational comedy, like uh, relationships, uh, airplane food, <laughs> and so on and so on. Okay. Uh, like, it's uh, not really uh, dark and so and, uh, edgy. But uh, there's a big need, uh, big demand of political comedy. We have this comedian. He's not the funniest guy in Russia, definitely, but he built an hour uh, about... Uh, politics about Putin and so on and so on our elections and uh, his last his last special has 16 million of views yeah wow, wow. And, okay. and he's still alive yeah everyone <laughs> yeah. wondered why <laughs> <laughs> that's uh you, you say there's a big demand for political comedy i'm like yeah it's because all the political comedians are in jail yeah i was <laughs> gonna say well i mean because comedy came so much of just speaking out against social norms and i guess yeah. Because you guys are a little yeah. bit more regimented, I guess, like, are you afraid when you're doing comedy, sometimes you might actually get in trouble for it? Because in America, we can say and do whatever yeah. the fuck we want. For now. For now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like, until you are really uh, popular, mm-hmm. you can do whatever you want. Like, uh, <laughs> I can joke uh, on my shows where it's 100 people, it's fine to joke about anything. But uh, when it's uh, on YouTube and it has uh, half a million views, you start to worry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's so, the trade-off. It's like, oh, I'm going to... I'm really popular, but oh, no. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. Someone's going to fucking bang on my door. Mm-hmm. You know, it's funny. I'll, I'll get into this yeah. little story. When I, when I came into Russia, uh, I was actually really scared. <laughs> You know, even though like I was told by my girlfriend and her mom, like, oh, you know, it's fine. And it was fine. Like no one, I, I wasn't, I looked, I, people thought I was Russian. Like people came up to me and started asking me stuff in Russian. And I just like, I don't know what the fuck you're saying. My girlfriend would have to inter- intervene. But when I was in Russia, the first morning I was in Russia, like we were staying at a family friend's apartment outside of St. Petersburg. Uh, like when I wake up, I just hear these like, big russian men and you know i feel like a lot of people in russia they have a very low pitched voices i hear these big russian men mm. speaking outside my door and i just think like oh fuck i'm gonna get thrown in jail <laughs> like i don't know i don't know what law i broke <laughs> yeah. getting into this country but i feel like i broke some law <laughs> and now um, no but uh, if you're from a different country uh, uh, russians are really kind like, oh yeah that's uh, what i noticed yeah very very it's kind not the, like we we hate America in general, but if you're American and you came to Russia, we will love you. It's, <laughs> it's, it's strange, but that's true. So, so and uh, we had uh, this yeah, world uh, champion championship uh, soccer world championship, mm-hmm. and we had uh, dudes from all over the world, and yeah. they could do any anything they could they would. So you can be you can uh, walk with uh, gay flags. Or you can drink beer in the street, 
cops are fine. Like, oh, he's from Argentina. He does whatever he wants. Like, <laughs> we we put in jail only Russians. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah, because they're the people. Who, they're yeah. the people who actually have so, somewhat power in that country. Yeah. So that makes sense. But uh, so you were so you were in New York City. Uh, what what dates? Uh, uh this February. Like uh, oh, we okay. had the vacation and mm-hmm. uh, we went to see New York and Los Angeles and. Uh, we had this crazy idea to perform. <laughs> <laughs> so what's, um, where did you go up? Did you go up in Los Angeles as well? Uh, no, we, I, we were tired and we just, okay. we, went to see, we went to in the improv to watch uh, other comedians and I did it. I, it's, it's, you know, in LA, it's so hard to find anything. It is, and it is, you, yeah. It's also hard to, to find parking. For a few hours <laughs> to get anywhere. And uh, so we we decided not to perform. With New York is way better for that because just you pop in just mobile, yeah. even on your own feet. No, New York City is like I mean the thing about Los Angeles is there's some comedians who've like made it in Los Angeles, but it's more of a city for actors than it is for comedians. Like New York City is a city for comedians because there's so much so many like shows happening, there's so many mics happening, and the public transportation in New York City, like people like to give it shit a lot because like it does suck at times, but like it gets you around pretty much anywhere you want to go. So, like, being able to go from show to show, I mean, that was, like, the point of, like, one of Andrew Schultz's specials. He's like, oh, yeah. I'm doing four shows in, like, a night. And it's like, yeah, you can do that. And there's, I don't think there's anywhere else in the world <laughs> mm-hmm. you can do something like that. Yeah. So, we, ha, ha, was the mic at the Climate Lounge, was that the only mic you did, or did you do other mics? No, only that. Okay. We, we were short in cash, and it for some reason, you have to pay for performing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was about to say. Welcome to New York. He that's, was like, that's... I'm short in cash. And he, yeah. wants, he goes to the most expensive mic yeah, in New York are, City. Those are the bad ones. <laughs> those we'll, are the... Uh, well, uh, do you have any plans to come back to New York? Oh, I'd love to. We were saving money. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'll do it. Uh, well, if you do, let us know, man. We'll, we'll, try we get, will, we'll get yeah. you on some shows. We'll get you on some shows. Uh, oh, I'd love to. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, we can, you know, I'm not going to pretend we have... We have some power. We have some power. We, we have don't have, a like... a small not, amount of power. We're not the comedy, but... Um, um, I'll get I'll get Russian immigrants to the show. We'll, we'll do a big show. Yeah, we can do it exactly. <laughs> I mean, I know where the Russian immigrant town in New York City is. Yeah. Because I'd go there all the time to see my yeah. girlfriend. Yeah, it's called Trump Tower. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> Trump Tower. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's spelled. Uh, I don't. Well, actually, I don't know what the Cyrilla characters are called, no. but it'd be like written out like yeah. T P U. No, no one. N- can, no one can see N- this. Peter. I don't know. He's trying Trump. to spell it in. Russian. I'm trying to like. I'm trying to be culturally <laughs> sensitive in a thing in an audio <laughs> medium. Um. So I think just last thing I want to ask you, like, what are your comedy goals as of now? Because I know you say you want to like build like that American audience, that English speaking audience. Um. Do you feel, in addition to that, there's more you can also do in the country, in Russia, the country you're in, as of now? Yeah, I have now. I have a, a really small goal, but uh, I guess it, it would be useful for everyone. Uh, we're uh, really difficult with with uh, dark topics, mm-hmm. like uh, everything about death and disease and so on, and so on. It's uh, it's really uh, bumming audiences out. And, uh, <laughs> Sounds like my act. And uh, <laughs> and when <laughs> and when I had this uh, tour, everyone told me that, "Oh, your bit about death is so depressing. Uh, you don't do that anymore." <laughs> and I decided to build to build an hour about death. <laughs> and my my next tour is called "Jokes About Death." <laughs> and uh, my dream is is to do uh, like a really dark hour, like to be the first dark comedian in Russia, because uh, it's not it's not a thing in Russia. We we don't have any guys like uh, uh, Jeselnik, Anthony Jeselnik. Yeah, like I want to be like him. Like, <laughs> I mean, that will really yeah. dark stuff. Oh, he's my favorite, so. Yeah, that'll that'll gain you some traction if yeah, you're if you're just like uh, separated from the crowd. Like, oh, this guy, like his material is 
fucked up. Like that'll, <laughs> yeah. that'll get. I mean, that's how Anthony Jessen like got big was the fact that he was just he just was so unforgiving with what he said, yeah. and he did it so fucking perfectly. Mm-hmm. So that's that's cool, and I like how um how how like far into the works are you with that show? Uh, I I've built an hour, but it's uh, I have to tighten it up because right. there are some weak uh, spots. Mm-hmm. So and I have like six months left before I plan to release my special. So I just uh, write, 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 perform, perform, perform. Like I have an hour, but now I'm not happy with that. So I need, I need to perform, and that's it. Okay, mm-hmm. that's cool. All right. Well, wow. That is. Thank you so much for jo- joining us, man. This is, was awesome. It's Thank nice. you for having me. I yeah. I hope we'll uh, we'll meet in real life. Oh so yeah, I'm definitely. Stay in contact and everything. When you come to New York, we'll we'll definitely have you on again, and mm-hmm. it'll be it'll be more fluid because. Well, yeah, we'll have you live on air. We'll have you live on air rather than like the one second delay. <laughs> That's always awkward. This is like the first time we're doing it via Skype. Yeah. And hello, everyone. This is the first time yes, you're seeing our faces. Yes. So this I face, know. I'm, face reveal I'm way right better now. looking now, aren't I? Than on. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but uh, uh, Dennis Chizoy, did I pronounce it correctly? Chizoy. Chizoy. That's why I only Chizoy. said the first name. <laughs> oh, forget it. <laughs> I only dated a Russian girl for almost two years. Well, it's Russian over. Was I'll being come s- up with. Yeah. yeah. Russian I'll was being spoken around same, me all the name. time. But uh, but thank you so much. You're one of many comedians who have accomplished more than us, but yet want to be well, on our podcast. But they'll still talk to us. But they'll so still talk the to part. us. So that's awesome. So we really, really appreciate having uh, you wanting to be on this podcast. And we wish you luck with the show you're developing. Um, thank you so much. We, we, uh, we in Russia, we really want to connect with uh, some other countries because we're sometimes we feel isolated because uh we have all our own experience and it's too small like sometimes you just don't know what is your next step because uh you in the usa you have uh several generations of comedians and you know uh, what to do and what not to do and we just like blind guys in the darkness so <laughs> right we want to connect and uh, thank you so much for having me Right. Thank you, Dennis. Yeah, right, man. Keep in touch. We'll talk to you soon. Yeah. yeah. And and this has been another episode of Two Mike, Mike Minimum. Minimum.